Hi, this is Mike Simmons with Bridge Builder Strategies. You're listening to Everyday Leaders with Melanie Ake. This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that he's practicing every day that is allowing him to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leader reminds us to tap into your curiosity because when we're curious, we learn to develop certain strategies, strategies to build our own bridges for success. This important leadership lesson is one that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Mike Simmons, founder and managing partner of Bridge Builder Strategies in Indianapolis, is my guest today. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show two of 2019, starts now. Welcome to the program, Michael Simmons. I am so excited to have you as a guest on Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 edition 2019. This is an exciting year. We are changing the format a little bit. And so welcome to the program. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we connected through one of my Everyday Leaders from 2018, uh, Tina McIntosh, that has the Joy's House uh, here in Indianapolis, adult daycare. And what's great about connecting to people, my company is Make Connections for Life. And I really believe that we are all connected. That six degrees of separation, I almost think it's two. <laughs> Everybody that I meet says, you know that person, right? So I think in spirit, we have always known each other. Uh, so you've got some amazing things that you've done that I really um, want my audience to connect to you. And, and so thank you for coming on and taking time to share with us today. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So tell me a little bit. We've talked offline. Um, you've got an amazing journey that you have been following. And one of the things that when we were kind of doing our pre-show interview is we got on the, the theme of curiosity. And so I wanted to come back to that and, and visit kind of, you know, the theme of curiosity and how that has influenced your life from, you know, kind of the very beginning ideas of what you believed you could do with yourself and then how that's led you kind of into your purpose. Absolutely. So I, I am a very curious person by nature, and um, sometimes I would refer to it as curiosity. Other times I would describe it as being a, a, a learner. Uh, I absolutely love to learn. I like to be exposed to new ideas, new people, and really be uh, able to kind of, you know, get a, a good understanding about what their stories are. Mm -hmm. uh, I've really come to appreciate the fact that each of us have our own stories and um, when you can really begin to understand somebody's story, you understand what they've been through. And it's amazing how much you can learn from that. Um, I had a, a person I worked for when I was at Lilly. And um, every time you'd sit down with him, the, you know, the, uh, the focus was, was really, it was our one-on-one -on -one time. It was a time when you could go through a list of projects and, and talk. And he was very interesting because I got to the first item on the, the list and he automatically went into a story. And um, I thought to myself, first, we're not going to get very far on the list. But um, it was a tremendous learning because as he went through his, the story that he told, 
it really tied back to the issue that we were try- trying to address at hand and helped me get a much better understanding of than what I need to do next. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that helped, I think, spark curiosity. Um, I, you know, I think another sign of, of my curiosity, I happened to go back, I went back to, to and got my master's in 2002 and, and, uh, had a chance to teach, which I think spurred even more curiosity and then led me to go get a doctorate. And I think, you know, being able to do that later in life, I think just kind of helps shape you in a different way. Mm-hmm. You've already had a number of experiences and you can begin to apply those. And um, it really causes you to kind of think about things in different ways, ask different questions. And I think, uh, if anything, it just led me to be even more curious than I already was. Well, you know, um, when, I'm going to stop you there because when we, th- when we think about our lives, right, and we're kids, we almost like we have this permission to be curious. And, and when we grew up, and I'm not saying that we're old, but when we grew up, we were outside, we were playing, we were experiencing and exploring things, you know? And so we always had that opportunity to kind of just like search. And and so now things have changed a little bit. You know, people are more inside. I guess you would say the world says we're not out bike riding and we're not, you know, out hanging out with our friends at the corner and going to the market or whatever. You know, we're doing different things socially. And so the curiosity... Um, how do you think, you know, thinking about you give yourself permission as a child, but now what you're teaching people to do in this bridge builder strategies company, you're connecting them to be curious with their ideas to create this impact in the world. And, and so as I talk to all these guests throughout, you know, last year, and then learning more about myself and building the content for this year, I think, oh my gosh, it is about everybody's story is saying if I had permission to think about myself the way I did at one point, right, then I can push myself to the next level to figure out how do I face my fear? How do I get through that next step in my life to be able to do those things that I'm wanting to do, that I want to research, that I'm curious about, that I, that I could have the potential to do, but what's holding me back, right? Well, absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's so interesting because I think if we look at, at what's happened with education, it's led to people being, you know, more and more specialized. Mm-hmm. And the more specialized you are, I think that, that, you know, tends to hamper curiosity. It certainly hampers creativity. And I think about, you know, students that I've, I've mentored and, you know, you'll talk to them. I even hear it from my nephew when he'll say, I'm bored. And and I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's so many things that you can go learn, so many things you can be curious about. How can you be bored? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it's a case where, you know, because of what's happened with specialization and, and, and everything that we're seeing, it's really narrowed our view. And we, in a sense, we've become myopic. And what I've really tried to do with Bridge Builder Strategies is to be able to, to work with organizations and really help them, you know, kind of pull up be able to see the broader landscape, understand how they fit within that, and then begin to think about what their role is. Mm-hmm. And and you have to be able to do it not just in the present, but that you're able to think about it over over the longer term. And I think, you know, when you can take that more longitudinal perspective and you begin to see how you interact with others and, and what those relationships look like, you know, how you've been influenced and um, the, the types of things that um, that really shape who we are it then I think helps lead to even greater curiosity. And I think it opens us up to things that, you know, that we can, we can actually go try and that we can go do that we may not have even thought about before. They wouldn't have even been on 
uh, the radar for us. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I'm trying to help organizations do. But it really starts with being able to, to help create that uh, that curiosity and, and really do it, in a sense, through this idea of a journey narrative that I think kind of reshapes the way that we think about things. I love you said journey. <laughs> that's the name of our sailboat. <laughs> you know, we, but you pick names, you connect to things in your life. When you say bridge, right, you immediately, if you yes. close your eyes and you think about a bridge in your life, something that you had to cross, some, some point in your life that you had to transform, you had to get from point A to point B, right? And building yes. those resources are what you're helping people do. And, and what you're learning, you know, you, you are a professor at, you know, you're working at Butler and at Babsom, and you've got so many great things that you've achieved in your life through this journey of saying, I can do that. Like I, that's my next step, right? You take one step and then you learn what you need to do next. And, Absolutely. and yes. so, so, uh, so the influence that you have on, you know, people that are coming to you that are learning from you, you know, what are the, what would you say kind of a common thread that they're experiencing that they need a lot of help with? I think part of it is, is really understanding kind of where they fit in the, in the broader whole and, and really then thinking about what's possible. Mm-hmm. I think in way too many cases, um, you know, we, we really narrow our, our perspective and I think it limits us, you know, dramatically. I, I had a chance to talk to an entrepreneur, um, over the last couple of weeks, we've had a couple of times to sit down and, and, um, really just talk to him about what his vision is, where he wants to go. And, and, um, he's 22 years old. He, he just graduated from college in May and, um, he's doing some really incredible things, but, as we've talked, you know, he's kind of started off with this narrow vision. And one of the things that, that we talked about was how much more he was capable of. Um, in his case, you know, we talked about the fact that he had really centered on this idea of selling socks. Um, and and the, the whole premise behind his business was that he'd sell socks and, and that for each pair of socks he sold, then there would be a pair of socks that would go to someone who's homeless. Um, and as we talked about it, really – his his focus really wasn't trying to sell socks. It was about changing lives. And I think when we talked about that, it really opened it up for you know in terms of possibilities and the types of things he could do. And I think that's a common that's a common thing I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thankful that you know I've had both the the life experience, the work experience, to be able to you know to cobble all those things together and and to to give me a bit broader perspective. Mm-hmm. But then to be able to share that. I think is, is really important. It, you know, one of the things that's kind of funny is when, um, when I was at, at Lilly, um, I spent nearly 30 years there before I started my own company. I was really known as being somebody who was a connector. And so as I started Bridge Builder Strategies, I was trying to figure out, a, you know, a metaphor that would really describe that without, without using, you know, connector or connection in the, in the, uh, the name mm-hmm. and the, the whole idea of the bridge, you know, really kind of hit me. And, and it's funny because then even as I thought about it more and I thought about the things that I do in terms of teaching, it's both, you know, building bridges between people, but also building bridges to knowledge. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we build bridges to both, it really just opens up, you know, this, this new world that we can go explore, mm-hmm. but it starts with being curious. If you're not curious, you're not going to, um, you know, you're not going to necessarily go look and, and try to, um, find those kinds of connections. 
to start with. And then if you do find them, you're not going to cross those bridges. And so I think that the critical thing is, you know, having that curiosity in order to be able to, to take that step. Um, and I think too, if and you mentioned this earlier in, in your comments, you know, there's a certain fear that, that I think people have and, in a sense, curiosity helps balance that fear. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a healthy curiosity, um, you recognize those things aren't going to hurt you. There's there's boundaries, and so it allows you to be able to to go explore those and, and not have to worry about um, you know negative consequences, so to speak. Well, you know, it, and I talked to a lot of people, and one of my guests from last year, to, you know, um, she was a social etiquette coach, and she really made me think, and a lot of people think. Um, as listeners, because as they wrote in, they were like, you know, she said something of it takes five years to be an overnight success and and also about your side hustle. Like it's OK to do things, even though you're working and, and providing, you know, an income for your family and vacations and that it's OK to follow your passion. And this this whole theme of curiosity, as you and I spoke a few weeks ago, is just like it just struck me like if you don't give yourself permission to, you know, like you said, not be so specialized, but say, it's okay if I learn this too. It's okay if I explore this because it's going to add value to my life. You can't just say, if you learn to ride a bike, right, you can only do it a certain way, or um, you can only learn from a certain person, or you can only buy a certain brand of bicycle, right? There are so many different approaches to how people are successful. And so what I love about your company is, you know, a your prophetic uh, a learner and a, a market marketeer. You know, from learning at Lilly and learning kind of from a big industry. Um, you know, manufacturer of of something that's so known in the world. And then you take this and you're you know teaching uh, at the Lacey School of Business at Butler and and at Babson College for marketing, like you have now led yourself to say, hey, it's not just about this part of my journey. This, you know, Lily may have been a season, but now you kind of have a reason for following through on your purpose to build that bridge in your life. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because I think I look back at, um, you know, where I've been, I think about the, the influences and, you know, one of the, you know, really strong family influence. I think about in my parents, my grandparents. I also think about the, that I had you know, a great opportunity to go to Wabash College and, and by having a liberal arts education, I think that was also an impetus to begin to explore um, and to be curious and because you begin to kind of look at, at those different topics and different subjects you, you study and you understand how they're connected one with another. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, as I look back, the kind of three things really kind of struck me. So the Wabash piece was really central to, to helping propel me to where I am. The, I think I look at, at the Butler experience, both as a student and then having had the chance to teach there in the Butler way, and then just what that's about and, and the kind of principles and the, 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 the process that that, uh, you know, really kind of encourages you to use. And then, you know, the last piece was, was Lily. And I think about, you know, every day uh, when, I, uh, when I was there, the garage and, and that I parked in, there was a, a quote from, from Eli Lilly on the wall, and it said, take what you find here and make it better. And I think, you know, all the things that I've tried to do really kind of build on those three kind of foundational elements. And I think that, you know, one of the things that, you know, I encourage people to do, and I think it, it helped me to be able to do this. I think you, you use the curiosity 
as a as a launch pad but then you put a plan together and then you work that plan and you're just diligent about the execution and you recognize that there's going to be some some detours there's going to be some barriers you're going to cross along the way um but but follow that use that learn from it and it's amazing how much how much progress you'll make but it's amazing also how much you'll learn mm-hmm. um and I, I that was one of the things i did um you know about 10 years before i ever uh, retired from Lily, I already had a plan in place and I just kept working the plan. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If people, you know, I follow Simon Sinek. I'm a huge, huge follower of him. And, you know, he talks about start with why, right? If you start yeah. with why, then you really start to begin your journey because you feel it from your soul. And you're like, even though I know what I know now, where I am today, what does my journey look like? You know, in those job interviews, when they say, what do you want to do in five years? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? You know, and, and I think for younger people, for millennials, maybe the message is it doesn't always have to be about that place, right? If you go right. to Eli Lilly in five years, do you want to become a manager? Do you want to travel international? Or is it you're investing in your personal development to where you're going to find out how to use what you've learned at Lilly and take that to make b- bigger impact in the world? You know, I hate to be like a Miss USA pageant, but, you know, I think that's really what what we, you know, our message as kind of leaders to help people understand, you know, it's not really about, uh, the, you know, 40 years ago, our parents would stay in a profession for 40 years and retire and get that right. gold watch. And I think, you know, millennials have that different attitude today. It's I can do things that I want to do. I can do them virtually. I can do them, you know, anywhere in the world. And so I don't have to necessarily be so constricted in my ideas. So I think there's this whole next generation that is curious, that wants to be able to say, well, how do I do that successfully, right? How do I bring that in and then find my dream or find how to make money or find how to be an entrepreneur if that's where my uh, purpose leads me? So... I think what you're doing is so important because there are, the world has changed, right? And oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a very very different place. And I think you know we often hear you know one generation talk about another, and I think about you know having had the opportunity to work with a, you know a number of, of millennials and just what I've learned from them. Mm-hmm. You know, the energy that I that I pick up from them, the ideas, and and I think that. Um, you know, it's it's really you know taking that energy, being able to build off of it, and then being able to share our experiences. I think that one of the things I've learned is that um, when you build that relationship with them, and, and they see that you're authentic and that they can that they can trust you, they want to hear about your your experiences. They're very open to that, and they're also open to sharing. And I think that you know there's so much that we can learn, um, but it, it all goes back again to curiosity because if you're not curious. One, you're never going to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. You're going to make assumptions about things that that aren't correct, you know. Th- because let's face it, we, there's there's so many things that we hear through the media and through other means, you know, that in a sense tries to create rivalries, tries to pit one group against another, and oftentimes it what happens then is that we're not even willing to engage. And I think that we've got to be able to do that. And um, and you know, I think. It's it's recognizing that 
that there's value there. Uh, and again, it's it's kind of the story idea that that each person has a story, and whether that story is fully developed or not, there's still things you can learn. And I think you know, as we engage with one another, you know, our journeys are not complete; they've not yet fully been written. And so, you know, we have the ability to help shape what that journey looks like going forward. And as we're engaging with other people, and as we're more curious. You know, it's amazing how much richer that journey can be, mm-hmm. but it's because we've been able to to be curious. We've been able to bring others into that, and they're helping shape our journey just like we're helping shape theirs. That's amazing. Who, you know, who do you who do you ins- get inspired from? You know, because I think a lot of people say, "Oh, it comes from within," or "I've I've gotten," you know, "I feel this way because I just." I get up and I have these habits, right, that keep me motivated and the discipline keeps me growing and, and I just get motivated because if I, I look back and reflect on the things that I've done. But, you know, who do you surround yourself with to keep you focused on your journey? Well, I, a couple things. I, I try to, to read as much as I can. And like you, I, I think Simon Sinek is awesome. I, I try to use his material in the classroom as much as I can to really encourage students to, to ask that question and kind of and use that process. Um, Adam Grant's another person who I, who I really respect and I appreciate the things that he's written. Um, but beyond that, you know, there's so many other people that, um, there's people that I've worked with. Um, there's a number of folks within the community that I really rely on for, um, you know, for their input and their guidance. Um, Tina McIntosh that you referenced, Mm -hmm. um, is a great friend. Um, you know, I've gotten to know Tina because of work I've done in aging and, uh, I really rely on her as a, as a resource. Um, there's a, a, an alum from, from Wabash that I've gotten to know very well and who I, who I appreciate very much, um, was a former CEO of a company here and we had the chance to sit down for breakfast the other day. Um, I, I, I really rely on a lot of different people. It's a whole network of folks because I think, you know, there's different people that bring different things to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, in my case, another thing that I think is really important to me is my faith and, and really being able to, to nurture that. Um, one of the people that I've brought on, um, you know, in the early phases of the company is a former discipleship pastor at the church that, that we both used to attend and, and, uh, He's been great because he's helped, as we've had conversations, we're really helping shape what we want the culture and the process to be. Ah, uh, you hit it. So culture. Gonna... Wait, culture. Let's talk about that. You know, everybody has the ability when they're building something to focus on culture. And if you miss that, you've missed everything, right? Because yes. you can build people. You can you can hire people all day long. People will stand up and say, oh, I want a job, right? I can yep. I can work here. But if they don't have the the right belief about what you're doing and how you're building that. So uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I love that because, uh, you know, so many people train on like, oh, we're going to create your culture. It's like so many companies have already built their culture. And to try to recreate that, oh, my gosh, it takes forever. You know, you're going to lose your business before you change your culture. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I just think about, you know, the, the time I spent at Lilly and, you know, what a great company, mm-hmm. um, but that culture is, is, you know, has been there for a long time. And, um, you know, are there adjustments that take place over time? Absolutely. But, but for the most part, you know, you're, you're adjusting within guardrails. Um, and I think, I think that's the critical part about culture is that, you know, it's really helping to set a, you know, a series of guardrails that really guide and direct where, where you want to go, mm-hmm. but also who you want to be. Um, 
you know, within what we're trying to build at Bridge Builder Strategies, we've really talked about the importance of stewardship and, and really being able to be good stewards of, you know, both our own resources and and then the time that and the expertise that we that uh, we get from partners that come in and work with us. That being able to be good stewards for you know the people that we work for, um, being able to be accountable to one another and to the client. Mm-hmm. But then the other two things I think that we've really tried to build into this that, that are really important is that we want to celebrate that you know when something positive happens, whether it's a per- something personal or something from a business perspective, that we're able to take the time mm-hmm. and we celebrate that um, both individually and as a group, and that we're doing the same thing with the people that uh, that employ us. That we're also we, we also go through this whole process of remembering because it, that whole idea of reflection, thinking about where you've come from and where you are is really important. So those, for us, those are the four things that we've really tried to build into this culture. And I think, you know, as we're trying to do it, um, we're also trying to make sure that we don't just operate at one level. We're thinking about the individual. We think about the organization, the community, and then ultimately the, the, the broader ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I think when you marry those, those two things together, for us, the goal is to, to be able to, to um, you know, lead to engage communities and lasting impact. I think, you know, being able to pull those pieces together, connect them, tie them together, allows us to be able to get to that ultimate impact. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and people that really, you know, need to understand kind of what your business is about, it can really change their culture. It can really, if they engage, right, if they can, can yeah. kind of go on the journey and say, I've not experienced this, or we want to experience positive change. And so what's the, what do you think, um, what's the message kind of to people that are looking for that next step that can, that can have you, you know, what are the resources, um, you know, finding bridge builders, um, bridge build builder strategies.com and they can find you and they can connect to you. What was, what are like the themes that you can help them with immediately? So, um, so we are, the way we tell our story is that we uh, help organizations build relationships and create experiences that lead to engaged communities and lasting impact. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, um, you know, this idea of the journey narrative is so critical. So that's a, that's a, cru- a crucial part of what we're trying to do. Um, the, the great part about it is that it can be used to, um, to help create strategy, to be able to help create culture. It can be used to help influence the way that we're going to communicate and interact with others. And, and then as we're trying to do that, um, you know, we really look to help them build bridges to knowledge and understanding. We've got to really understand what's happening within, within, you know, either the individual within a community, within an ecosystem. Um, but then after we've got that understanding, it's taking those steps, being able to create these kinds of experiences where you're engaging with others mm-hmm. and it can be one-on-one, it can be within a group, but it's really thinking about how do you, how do you pull together folks that and help really in a sense kind of help create a shared vision for them mm-hmm. that they're willing to, to jump on board and then begin to work together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always with this idea that you're trying to get to this, this, um, this impact, this, this measurable and lasting impact. And so as we work with organizations, we want to help them think through what are they measuring today? How do they know if they're going to be successful? And then working with them to really create, you know, both the, the, the strategy around their measurement as well as the process that they're going to use to be able to ultimately achieve those ends. And 
we've got a series of tools that we've developed. I think one of the, the, the neat things about what we've tried to do is while we have a process, um, it, it is one that honors the individuals and honors their the diversity of the folks that we're working with. Mm-hmm. So while we have these these series of tools, rarely are we going to use all of the, all the tools across uh, the continuum. We're going to pick and choose the ones that make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we do that, um, you know, there may be things that come up, needs that are articulated that we don't have a tool for, but we're willing to work with that client to figure out what is the best approach for them. What kinds of things do we need to be able to put in place that ultimately help them, you know, reach that ultimate end. And so from that perspective, you know, it's really employing design thinking and working with them together to understand what the need is and, and co-creating that solution. So those are the, the kinds of things that we do, I think, that are you know, ex- extremely different from anybody else out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are really interested in trying to create um, strategic partnerships, meaning that when we go to work with somebody, our goal isn't just to do one project and be done. Um, you know, it's, it's really to be able to establish a relationship and, and really ultimately be able to, to help them reach the impact but have played a role in helping them get there. So it's not just, you know, kind of guiding the process, but we want to be able to work with them to be an active, active part of that, mm-hmm. that solution. And that's so important because it's not a one and done, right? And you're right. part of the community and you've been part of the community. And so to be able to really have people understand how they can come to you for a particular project and really sit down and analyze that process, right? It's, yeah. it's what can we do to help you, make and build loss longer lasting impact in the community. And so that's so, so critical. I love your message. I love what you're doing. It's just, it's very, very powerful. You're right here. I just have got your website up here, but, um, you know, at 525 South Meridian street, um, Indianapolis is, is the website, um, location, uh, the physical location, but bridge, builderstrategies.com is how we find you. Absolutely. And, and so, uh, you know, you, you've got a team uh, on the website here. It's got you as the founding and managing partner, Sandy Clark as the managing director of administration. Um, Max Kurkowski uh, is still in marketing intern and Micah Walker uh, is in yes. marketing analytics. So you've got a great team, a great foundation, um, you know, that can really, people can connect to and, and start to help them build their vision. Absolutely. And we've got, we've got more folks that we're, uh, that will soon be on the, on the website as well. We're really building out this team. So we're, we're really excited. We're, we're doing, uh, the areas we tend to do work in our, our health and aging, educational lifelong learning, and then community economic development. And if there's other areas that fall outside that, we're certainly happy to talk to, to organizations about how we might be able to use the tools and, and the process that we've developed to really help them, um, you know, ultimately, you know, be able to create those engaged communities and that lasting impact. Absolutely. Well, gosh, Mike, I really appreciate your time this morning. I know we are kind of on a limit, but you've got some other meetings that you're attending today, but you have added so much value to the Everyday Leaders program. You yourself are the epitome of an everyday leader, and I I really appreciate connecting to you uh, through this journey and you coming on the program, sharing your story, uh, sharing kind of what you're doing and and how you're helping to impact the community. And uh, I want to invite you. I know I'm inviting everybody. Uh, March 2nd is my leadership conference here in Indianapolis, 
and uh, you know it's going to be a great event for people to come and, and just be inspired take the morning uh, at the art museum and uh, and get inspired you know and connect to other leaders uh, in the community so I want to invite you to come to that and I want to thank you very much for being on the program this morning and I want you to have a wonderful 2019. Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity to be on and, and you know, to really be able to talk about these topics that I think are so important. And uh, I look forward to being at, at your summit. Thank you very much.